0: All right, everything's good? Yep, we're good. All right, let's let's uh, let's get started. So the movie today was called Carrion. Or Carrion. Or Carrion.
1: It, it kind of played fast and loose with how do you how you pronounce the name. Well, especially the, with a thick Russian accent the girl uh, the, had.
0: The word itself was Carrion, which makes sense because that means like, you know, dead meat focus. Yes, uh, yeah. So, um, but her name was Ann. But um, just to kind of give a, a summary of it, it was a very short movie. It was on Hulu, and it was about... It was a 100 and, uh, 100, uh, one hour 13 One hour and thirteen. One hour and thirteen minutes, so it was very short. Um, and it was about a young woman who just got back from Russia, from, like, I guess a Russian uh, camp in the 80s uh, during the Cold War. Yeah. And she basically unwittingly causes chaos wherever she goes and just kind of starts becoming, like, a, a bit of a slasher film halfway through.
1: Yeah, it, it's... It was very hard to kind of pin down what direction they were trying to go with uh, in this movie. it uh it, it didn't know if it wanted to be a slasher film. it didn't know if it wanted to be a science fiction. It didn't know if it wanted to be kind of a uh, a like a psychic movie yeah it... uh, or I guess that would be science fiction as well it, it just it was really hard to pin down what they were trying
0: to go for. I, I will say something that's borderline controversial. Um, yeah. I didn't hate this movie. And I didn't... I mean, obviously, I, it was, I thought it was better than that last one we watched, uh, The yeah. Dust Walker. Yeah, that was terrible. Because, like, despite the fact that this movie was weird, kind of fast-paced, fast editing, and just jumbled together so that you didn't know what the heck was going on for the longest time. And yeah. And worse acting than the other movies. Like. Yeah, oh, man, it was some of the worst. Like, this, at the very least... Like things were happening constantly. Yeah, and like the twist at the end, I thought was okay. wasn't bad. I was like, you know what? That's a uh, neat enough.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a decent enough twist. I-, I would say the biggest shortcomings of this film was the uh, the acting, okay. uh, the dialogue, and
0: oof, like they had what, uh, and the pacing and the editing like they had they had a an idea but they didn't really have much of a story to go behind it like if they just kind of stuck to everything <clears throat> excuse me everything that the story um was telling yeah then the movie would only be like half an hour long so you can kind of tell that they started uh, i guess adding more and more things to keep our uh the interest up or to keep the 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 movie moving
1: yeah it's kind of the polar opposite of the the normal tragedy that comes with a you know modern independent film where it's instead of one idea stretched out for an hour and a half with with no real uh you know no real good execution it's three or four ideas stretched out for uh well about an hour and some change with no clear direction
0: yeah it's um they we didn't even get our first i guess official uh like kill in this movie other than flashbacks uh we didn't get our first victim until there was half an hour of the movie left
1: yeah what was it like 45 50 minutes in yeah it it was pretty far into the movie
0: and like because i remember i was uh i was waiting for uh, some food <laughs> and i remember there was um i knew when i put the the food in i put it like an hour timer on and i looked and we had an hour and six minutes left you know before the movie was over so yeah. basically the amount of time that the food was in the oven was for the duration of the movie yeah. and uh i remember asking um i remember checking to see how much time i had left on my chicken and <laughs> there was half an hour left and this was before the first kill even happened <laughs> But, yeah, the movie was, uh, like you said, it was kind of uh, directionless, aimless. Yeah. You know, they, it, it, I guess they were trying to go for an almost hypnotic effect because of the, uh, of the, I guess the hypnotic almost powers.
1: Oh, yeah, and the the cocaine use, I I suppose.
0: Yeah, so, I understand, you know, why, I understand, like, you know, trying to, you know, build this almost, uh, a hypnotic atmosphere where it's just it's surreal but, yeah you know the thing is most of the time a good surreal uh plot usually you have a ba- like some solid ground to stand on so you know how far you've gone one way or the other yeah um although i guess not always because uh i mean the thing about Eraserhead, and uh, there is no baseline in that movie whatsoever yeah
1: well, that's kind of what I thought they were going for with this movie, is kind of a David Lynch-type uh, direction. And, uh, like, a combination of David Lynch, uh, maybe a little bit of Tarantino from Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm, of uh, with the, the editing. The jumble. Editing. Yeah,
0: and Kubrick from 2001? Uh-huh. Uh, like, I, I, I guess because there's stretches where nothing happens, you know, so... <laughs> the uh like and I'm just gonna i get I guess we kind of have to address um a very big part of the movie which is right smack dab in the middle for absolutely no reason what for whatsoever there was just a long ass sex scene between two different yeah. couples and it was just it was awkward and I kept on editing it back and forth and jumping back and forth yeah. and it was it was just weird I was like I don't
1: there, I, there was almost no provocation
0: I was like I just i just like can't we just kind of I don't know move on for cause it because like if it was just I thought it was just going to be like a quick like two or three minute thing yeah and then, it was gonna, and then it just kept going on it was like the rave scene in the matrix <laughs> you know where you, you jump back from one thing to people having sex and then to another thing yeah so yeah it was it was just it, it felt out of place but again I guess it's supposed to be oh she's you know hypnotic and seductive and you uh, know and that's it's kind of like her you know the d- demonic uh Angle they were trying yeah. to go with, but I don't know, it felt weird to me.
1: Uh, I, I guess, like uh, I, I think they were going for that uh, their their lives were somewhat normal until she came around and and uh, with her brain powers kind of made it worse. Yeah, now uh, everyone's uh... yeah, everyone's a, you know, kind of uh, eager and raring to go and. Yeah, I guess it's implied that uh, it, she it is by her, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I think you know the religious lady uh, is like battling her demons with it. Yeah, <laughs> where, where she had that, what seemed like a five-hour prayer, you know, topless prayer scene.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a, and she was just not a good actress. Like I no, remember not saying, I remember saying, like in the middle of the the weird. A weird nude prayer scene that uh, like man it feels like Neil Breen wrote this you know <laughs> it, he wrote and directed it it felt like a Neil Breen movie like I can't believe oh the demons are here how can I stop the demons please give me guidance for the demons
1: <laughs> though Neil Breen wishes uh, well no Neil Breen thinks he's you know freaking uh, he, he thinks he's Kubrick himself yeah. like
0: uh <laughs> Like Neil Breen, you know, wishes he had the same kind of quality camera phone or camera, uh, cameras with that movie because most of the time he just uses his old razor to film movies on. It seems like <laughs> and he edits together uh, the scenes. Like a man who has a violent,
1: violent na- uh, hatred for laptops. A man
0: <laughs> I would go as far to say he has a violent hatred for cinema. Like he wants. <laughs> He wants nothing to do with the media itself, uh, he just, the medium, he just wants to end it and he feels that by infecting cinema, maybe that it, and then of course people love it. You yeah. Know, people love the cheesiness of it, and don't get me wrong, I've seen it, I've seen one of his movies. And oh yeah,
1: yeah it, it was, it was awful. fascinating. It's, <laughs> it, it's almost like a, uh, not Salvador Dali, what, what was the, <laughs> uh, what, what was the guy who directed Empire.
0: Oh, um, that was uh, Andy Warhol. Yeah,
1: that Andy. It's kind of like an Andy Warhol experiment where uh, he, he's trying to stretch the medium to its limits. Uh, he's well, oh, no, he, I don't think he understands the medium. <laughs> uh, maybe Neil Breen's family died in like a uh, theater fire, yeah. and he's trying to get him get back at the at the medium.
0: They all got caught in in like a horrible editing machine accident. <laughs> And he's just, you know, he's just trying to leave his mark on, on film itself. Like Uh-oh. I will end all film as soon as I can.
1: What was the Neil Breen movie we watched?
0: Uh, we watched, I think, Double Down. That was one where he was apparently in Vegas. We wouldn't know oh, because yeah. he was in the desert. But yeah, um, and he was like a uh, super secret spy kind of thing.
1: Yep. Uh, oh, I, I for, It was it was pretty much him in the desert eating t- cans of tuna. And sleeping on his laptops.
0: And, like, he kept on... He kept on typing into laptops that clearly weren't <laughs> on. And it, it was distracting. Like, you, do you have such a... A contempt for your audience that you think that this yeah. is... Like, this is gonna fool us? Like, he would uh, open his trunk and then
1: mount his Direct TV satellite dish. <laughs> and that would be his connection to the world. And... And he would just spout a litany of insane conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and just then then go to bed.
0: <laughs> and that was the whole movie. He did yeah. that about ten times, and then he stopped doing it. And when he stopped doing it, that was with the cue that the movie was over. I guess it was... Oh. Like, I, I remember... Uh, I don't remember much about that movie, just because there was nothing to remember. It was... It had a a weird uh, distinction of being both absolutely remarkable (laughs) for how bad it was, yet absolutely forgettable for how bad it was.
1: Wasn't there, like, a a subplot with his dead wife?
0: Yeah, where uh, he was, like, the government agencies or something were, uh, like, conspired to have her killed, and now he was, like, hunting them, but he was also trying to stop a terrorist attack in Las Vegas, which, you know... I don't know. Like it just seems. It just seems like even though he had three kind of plots to this, like one where a man shouts at nothing, one <laughs> where a man shouts at nothing to avenge his wife, and one where a man shouts at nothing to stop terrorists. None of them really seem to be uh, explored well enough. I feel.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he almost, didn't he always kind of get knocked out by someone and then wake up next to, next to his car. Oh. It was like a Simpson
0: sketch. <laughs> but, <laughs> you drug the tea. Exactly. You knew my one weakness. <laughs> no, I. Um, I know. I've I've only seen. Uh, I've seen reviews of the other movies that he's done. Yeah. And um, we gotta watch some more of those. I I really think we do. There's one of them where he's Jesus. Oh
1: yeah, like robot
0: Jesus or something uh, like no, that. I think he's just regular, good old fashioned Jesus. Like, he doesn't need any—he doesn't need any bells and whistles to be Jesus. <laughs> he just comes down in a toga.
1: You, you know, if you're gonna be—I guess if you're gonna be Jesus, you don't really need to be a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got powers.
0: Yeah, like he—I—I I think that it kind of—you know—I don't know who Neil—I don't know Neil Breen personally. Obviously, I don't know what he's like. He might be like the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anyone who made themselves Jesus in their own movie who uh-huh. was didn't have a little bit of an ego. I guess I could see Mel Gibson doing that though. Oh yeah, the the passion of the Gibson. I think that'd yeah. be a pretty cool. And, and now more, you know... oh, man. Yeah, maybe Lethal Weapon Five will uh, will have a cameo by Jesus Gibson.
1: <laughs> well, that was kind of a uh, that reminds me of our you know, our idea of Lethal Weapon Five.
0: Oh yeah, the um... the robots. Yeah, uh, I remember I had the whole. Like I had the whole thing in my head, like almost cinematic. Yeah. You know, or it's like L.A.'s like kind of, uh, you know, a much much darker and desolate place. Yeah, kind
1: of like a um, Blade Runner. Yeah,
0: and um, and like you know the uh, the kids of Riggs and are just kind of hanging out and you know together, and then they learn about their parents who were like legendary cops in the LAPD, yeah. <laughs> but the LAPD is switched over to robot cops. And then the robot cops kinda get infected. Yep. And so they have to bring back the initial prototype that they you know, and it's robot rigs and robot myrtal. Yep. And yeah, it was, it was it was like we had the whole thing like like almost outlined the how great it would be.
1: It would have been a it would have been phenomenal because you have to think, like, uh Mel Gibson and Danny Glover are, you know, they're not really up to doing the you know, the stunts in the action scenes that voices but yeah they could still you could still plop their asses behind a microphone
0: like I, I would start doing taking their uh like I'm getting I'm getting too old for this shit 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 <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit oh man
1: you know, we should we should write a pitch for that. Yeah, we should we should send it to Fox.
0: Yeah, I don't know who owns Lethal Weapon. Actually, I actually think it's Warner Brothers. Is it War- yeah, no, it's Warner? Yeah, Warner Brothers. Are you sure? I'm pretty I'm, sure it's Fox. I'm. Let's put it this way. I know for a fact that in Lethal Weapon Two, the movie starts with the Warner Brothers logo. Okay. Because I've seen a hundred thousand times. But since then, actually, no, I think it's still owned by Warner Brothers. Because when I did the Lethal Weapon uh, TV show, even ah, though know yeah. it was on Fox, um, Warner Brothers still owned it. And that was, I think, uh...
1: So they, they just, uh... They lent it to them. Yeah, they, they just, I
0: guess, paid for the rights to, to use the the name type deal. And, like, the characters. Which is a shame, because, I like, if I had, if I had that genie's lamp, that's yeah. one of those wishes I would have, that there wasn't all the behind-the-scenes drama that caused it to split up. Because yeah. that show, to me, like, the first two seasons... I mean, the third season was okay, but it just wasn't the same. And the first two seasons were so good... <laughs> That I was, I was heartbroken when all that when all that stuff went down, and they changed, they had to change the cast and everything, yeah. and then they just canceled the show. I'm like, man. Oh, they did cancel. Yeah, they, they did cancel. They canceled after season three. I'm like, man, oh, man that's this is a shame. Because even Damon Wayans after, uh, like in the middle of season three, when you know they they fired the the one guy because they weren't getting along, and they're like, I guess Damon Wayans is the more bankable guy, so we'll keep him. And then Damon Waynes is like, eh, I don't know if I want to do a season four. I was like, Whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> it, was, it was almost like these actors were so perfect together. And it was also... It was the thing that made the show so good. Yeah. But also the thing that made the show end. <laughs> like well, if these two weren't in the show, it wouldn't have been near as good. But it also would have probably kept on going.
1: Now, w- was there a fallout between the two actors? Oh, or yeah. Was, oh, there was a lot like of behind...
0: Up. There was a... Like, at first they were okay. Then there was, like, a lot of behind-the-scenes drama. And to the point where they didn't even want to, like... Be in the same room at the same time, Holy you shit. know, there was like audio of them screaming at each other and everything really? like that. Yeah, and I'm like, man, that is a shame because on screen their chemistry was top notch. It was like, man, this is this, this is such good casting, but yeah, nope, things like that was that was, I think, they got canceled in 2016, and that, as far as I'm concerned, is like that was the year. Like you know, just from beginning to end, that yeah. I know a lot of people say, like, all right, this is this is where the universe kind of just started, you know, like just going <laughs> into different territory, and I think that led to 2020. Of course, I look back now and I'm like, oh, look. oh, look at the poor little 2016. Oh, wah, <laughs> yeah. wah, wah. Like, oh, did you guys have to worry about a virus? Oh no! Yeah, oh, no. poor little babies.
1: Like, I-, I think we need to stop that that meme that says like. Uh, you know. oh man, 20, uh, 20-something or other was, uh, was terrible. Uh, next year's my year. Yeah, like... like Cause, <laughs> it, the, the world's falling
0: apart. We need to stop this. Like, I think the next meme is gonna be the world saying that, like, Alright, 2020 wasn't my best year, but 2021 is gonna be the year for planet Earth. <laughs> and then things just fall apart, like 2021, or the Earth's just gonna get drunk at a New Year's party. And it's gonna be, have a hang- a terrible hangover to ring in the new year. And it's gonna be, you know, there's, there's gonna be, like, oceans just shooting out into space as he vomits into the sun. Or <laughs> she vomits into the sun, cause she's M- a mother. Oh M- well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's gonna be mountains that just kinda, just fall apart because their skin just... I don't know, I'm, I'm taking this metaphor <laughs> too far. I, I don't know where you're going with this, I, I, I'm uh, on board. Like, I'm trying to think of all the things I had when my worst hangers, but I don't think I've ever had skin falling off. <laughs> What'd you drink? Uh, turpentine. It was—it <laughs> was not my best decision, but. uh... Oh man, why did I drink the hydrofluoric acid? Ugh. Well, That was a crazy night, though, right? Yeah. Crazy night. It's like, man, you, once you start peeing that out, that's gonna be—that's gonna play hell on you. <laughs> it's Like you hear me shouting in the bathroom. Ooh! I told you. I warned him. Don't. You have to take—you have to take aspirin before you go to bed, or else you get that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta
1: stay hydrated. <laughs>
0: will just take. It'll just convert the hydrogen ion. Ugh, whatever. It's like she, okay. me. I was drinking Gatorade the whole time, <laughs> so I feel great. <laughs> no acids for old Britain. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dilute the acid a little bit. Any chemist will tell you that. Though so I wonder what would happen if, uh, if you just
1: drank baking soda, or you know, or like mixed baking soda in like a drink and drank that.
0: Like you drink the acid first, and then you just kind of, you know, you drink. Maybe you put a lot of baking soda in, in like a time release capsule. You put it in like a. You, you wrap it in like a. A condom. Or. or no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that won't break. Oh. You put in some bubble gum. I hear that, uh, if you, you know, like bubble gum will make it, uh, will make it last for like a few hours and then it'll start breaking down. Whatever's in there will start seeping out. Okay. And, uh,. Yeah, so you drink the acid, then you, you or you swallow the bubble gum first. You drink the acid, then you just kind of wait, play that waiting game. It's a what long happens. waiting game. It's like it's a couple hours, but you know, it's like just kind of sit there. You check the clock. Like, all oh, right, any minute now, and I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> w- would that just make a bubbling mess? Uh, I I honestly don't know. I don't think I don't think science is allowed to to test in that kind of. <laughs> I-, I guess, like I think that uh, I I imagine that. You would just have—it's got to go somewhere. You, know? <laughs> you just have it coming out of your ears, like the foam and everything, like that. You start crying foam. Man, it's like a Three Stooges sketch. <laughs> it's like I didn't—it just starts pouring out, even though you didn't get shot. It just starts pouring yeah. out of your the holes, the pores in you. <laughs> well, that'd be, i think that I remember there was a—I think there was like a South Park episode where he ate a bunch of antacid. Yeah, you because know, he thought it was candy, Kenny did. And then he just drank the water and he just like, exploded into like a like a mess, you know, a bubbly, foamy mess. And I oh. think it would be something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Ugh. Or maybe steam will just come out of your ears. You need a sound Ugh. effects machine for that. I play it. <laughs> like... Man, where could we get a sound effects machine? I have no idea. I think that uh I think that the problem is if we ever had a sound effects machine on here, I know I would abuse it. One hundred percent. oh yeah. Like... I don't even know what sound effects would become preloaded on a sound effects machine. I'm sure there's farts. And then uh, they would just... Every time you began to speak, I would just... Burr, burr, burr. Oh yeah,
1: that's... That's kinda how I... How I see it would go down is... Uh, but, you know, if we get a sound effects machine, it's just gonna be—we're not gonna speak. We're just gonna <laughs> put fart noises back and forth.
0: It's just gonna be like a battle to see who can do the craziest sound effects. Like, <laughs> it'd be like an elephant and then a jackhammer. You know, vroom, what does that mean, Mark? <laughs> well, let me explain. What I was meant is an elephant working construction. Uh huh.
1: Okay. <laughs> or, or it gets down to, uh, yeah, just. Celebrity breakdowns like Michael or uh, Christian Bale on uh Terminator Salvation.
0: <laughs> it's like that's a really long sound effect. And imagine once you push the button, it doesn't stop. So we have to like wait for it to run its course. <laughs> we try talking over, and like, okay, so hey, you, shut up, just shut up. Oh, like, I regret pushing this one. Or it's like it's the Independence Day speech from uh Bill Pullman. It's like, you know, I like this, but uh. I, like come on hurry up I want to get back to the talking now.
1: It, it's uh the Kennedy inauguration
0: speech. <laughs> it's the Gettysburg address. <laughs> it's like man how they how they get that that sound that's that's crystal clear. Like I did not think I did not think Lincoln sounded like that. Oh gone 70 years ago. <laughs> He
1: sounds like a. What's his name? The uh, the guy who played the dinosaur and Toy stories? I oh, uh, Wallace Shawn? Yeah, he sounds like.
0: Four score and
1: seven years
0: ago. is Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Like, man, I did not think Lincoln sounded like Danny DeVito, but I can kind of see it now. <laughs> man, how did he. Daniel Day Lewis, nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah how did with a voice like that how did he heal a shattered nation
0: like I want to see now I want to see uh th- instead of Daniel Day Lewis Lincoln I want to see the Daniel DeVito Lincoln oh my god Mary Mary quite contri I got nothing <laughs> actually I don't know I've never seen the movie so I don't know what he says I think he just I think he said he just just tells people rambling stories yeah, and that's it, it it's just an it,
1: the movie is just an old man uh just telling old man anecdotes <laughs> about nothing like oh i gotta change the toilet paper we're out of toilet paper over there yeah there was one time where i was out of toilet paper Uh, and i went down to the forest the forest is where you would get your toilet paper when you didn't have none the bears had it there and we would go to the old birch tree and peel the bark off the birch tree and that would be your toilet paper and it looks like
0: everyone's gone
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) or asleep (laughs) And that's how you would, you know, that's how you would get your toilet paper in a hurry. And the moral of this story is, you gotta know where the old birch tree is, or you'll be up Shits Creek without a paddle, or something like that.
0: <laughs> that's him laughing at the yeah, end. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he told a, like you told a joke.
1: Yeah, he told a funny.
0: <laughs> he's a predator also. <laughs> Like after after uh, John Wilkes Booth shoots him, he's like beep 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 beep, <laughs> and then that's <laughs> it. Doesn't go their, off. Their bomb technology wasn't very good in the nineteenth no. century. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I said, I was I was thinking of um, uh, like I was trying to run through things I knew about Lincoln to do Danny DeVito voices for, and I know apparently surprisingly very little about Lincoln. Because like, he scared you. Yeah, well, of course he scared me. <laughs> it, to be fair, it wasn't just Lincoln that scared me specifically. It was the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> which I think is definitely warranted. It, it, like I remember reading, um, like we had these scary books. I don't know why I read them. There was a bunch of them, like, yeah. and uh, and all of them had different scariness like levels to them. Like one of them had. Uh, this weird mask that was like a person's face, it was like a death mask. Okay. I remember like just taking a dump one time when I was a kid, and like <laughs> reading through these books, and turning to that page, and... I was glad I was on the toilet, because it scared it scared the shit out of me. What, well, was it a picture? Yeah, it was a picture of a person's face. Oh, man.
1: Was well, this, uh, Scary Stories to Tell no, in the Dark? No, no, this, this was,
0: um... This was like a, uh... Like, almost like an encyclopedia-type thing. It was a thin book, but yeah. it was presenting these things, in like you know a uh, like, as if they like a were real.
1: Area of, of types of
0: yeah as it well as if they were real like you know all right this is a book about astral projection uh, you know huh. and it'd be a whole book about different you know aspects of it and different like you know pop culture things. And, well, you know. Was it for kids? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that was a problem. And one of them was uh, talking about uh, Lincoln and how about Lincoln's ghost haunting, you know, different places, and they were telling stories about like the queen of the of the Netherlands or something, you know, was woken in the middle of the night because she slept in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah. And uh, she opened a door and Lincoln was just staring down at her. And then she's, there there's another story of somebody who was just sleeping, again, in the Lincoln bedroom and they woke up to, like, they saw Lincoln, you know, the ghost of Lincoln pulling on his boots at the end of the bed. Oof. Yeah, that, I'm telling you, those stories scared the hell out of me. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and look, <laughs> I know I wasn't in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> But I just worry that I look over and just see Lincoln just sitting there, or worse, just standing over me, looking down. I I guess. Old Honest uh, Abe.
1: (laughs) Though, they're they're not the most terrifying scenarios, just... A man at the end of your bed putting on his boots.
0: Oh sure, but it's also a man who's been dead for fifty years uh, or one hundred fifty well, years. You
1: know, just someone looming over your bed when you first wake up is going to be terrifying, no matter if the person's dead or alive. Yeah,
0: and if it's that like gaunt, you know, face of Lincoln staring down, <laughs> at you, this giant of a man who just looks down with his goatee and just, <laughs> you know, and there's there, I think there's a little bit of. Uh, there's a little bit of shame in there. Like, there's a little bit like, you're not doing all you can for the country, are you, sonny? Pepperidge Farm, remember?
1: <laughs> and you you just want to be an a eight-year-old and go to sleep.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to, didn't want to be shamed into loving the country. You, you, know? you
1: didn't want to have to be a patriot.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to sleep in my bed and not have to worry about the ghost of Lincoln reprimanding me.
1: Or the uh, political consequences of things that are going down at the time.
0: Like, listen, listen, uh... Listen, Link. Better get your better get your tall ass out of here. <laughs> like, just 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 go away. But it was also funny to me that in all those stories, they also had. Um, yeah. Uh, they were talking about other places that he was haunting, like Ford's Theater. They say they'd see like lights flickering every now and again in the booth that he was at. And I'm like, I didn't think that he. I didn't think Lincoln was the type to bring a lighter to a show. <laughs> Like, he shows up to, uh, Leonard Skinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he has to travel a lot. Yeah, I mean... Man, he has to, like... Do you think he has a, a calendar, like, Oh, this time I gotta go to Ford's Theater and haunt them, because they're expecting me, and it's Halloween, and now I gotta go back to the Lincoln bedroom, because some, <laughs> hei- some heiress is sleeping in there.
0: I think that he's, uh... I just think he's a doddering old man and just winds up in places. <laughs> he just wanders, like, Oh, how did I get to the Ford's Theater? Uh, like he can't take a carriage anymore. He's got to walk back home and he forgot his boots on the bed.
1: <laughs> he forgot how to fly or float or whatever ghosts <laughs> do. Like with every year that passes, you know, he becomes less and less connected to this world.
0: <laughs> and things just become harder and harder.
1: Like, yeah, you know, he, you know, he accidentally uh haunted some uh you know, a poor village family in Italy <laughs> having wandered through an ocean. <laughs>
0: Like they, uh, there's like a shrine to him to keep the Lincoln away. (laughs) He's like the (laughs) boogeyman over there.
1: It has a, (laughs) it's, it's uh, surrounded by garlic.
0: (laughs) How did they know I didn't like garlic? Garlic was not my favorite. They also, there was a dream book that we had. Um, it was like a dream interpretation book. Mm -hmm. Which I used to read a lot, but it was definitely, it was definitely. um, I said I say I had it, but it was some of my parents had. I remember two things about this book. One, that I guess three things, but one that was apparently written by a strict Freudian, because everything in the book was like repressed sexual, you know, Mm -hmm. tendencies. Like did somebody did you fire a gun in your dream? Ho ho ho! Let me tell you what that represents. What about
1: my teeth falling out.
0: Well, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's actually you grinding your teeth in your sleep. (laughs) But, uh, the cover of the book had, like, a man and a woman standing, but naked and locked in embrace. Like, you couldn't see anything except for, like, a whole lot of leg. Uh, Like, the girl's leg was wrapped around the dude, you know, like, wrapped around the dude and everything. And, uh, they were, you know, they were... It was the most passionless embrace I think I've ever seen. (laughs) Because, like, she was looking away and hugging him, and he was, like, kind of looking above her, I guess for direction. Or maybe he was thinking about what he wanted to have for lunch. (laughs) And, uh... In the beginning of the book, it was talking about why dreams were so important and, you know, like, why we study them. And it was yeah. talking about a, um, a rumor, which I've heard from several places, but I can't, no one can really verify it. And it was talking about that uh, the night before Lincoln, or maybe it was like the week before Lincoln was assassinated, he had a dream that he attended his own funeral. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and he walked into the West Wing and there was like a, a funeral going on. Like, uh, who's doing this funeral? Who's the corpse? <laughs> <laughs> Coat 45 <laughs> Tell me, whose body Is in there? Oh, our... look at that handsome devil Oh my well, Why'd you keep the hat? <laughs> Was it really that important? You had to add an extra foot to the coffin
1: What's under that hat? Oh, I see now Oh,
0: so that's what <laughs> happened so what about the, uh... Well that was basically it. Like, he looked down and he said, Whose body is that? What is all the funeral stuff about? What's with the black balloons? And... <laughs> the <laughs> Do they have black balloons at funerals? No, they don't have any balloons. <laughs> it, seems like a, it seems like something that they shouldn't have, but for some reason I just figured that, Oh well, it's a celebration, we might as well have balloons. And it's not a celebration. No one celebrates turning a <laughs> It's a celebration of the person's life. I guess. That's why you have pictures. Man, like, all these black balloons, I just... I kind of feel like we're sending the wrong message it, it, here. its
1: It's like the... It's like a black, wavy, inflatable tube man <laughs> at a funeral.
0: It's like they have, uh... They have, like... I mean, everyone's wearing black. There's black umbrellas, you know what I mean? But so, like... I guess it stands a reason in my head that they would just have black balloons and maybe like black party streamers. <laughs> There's a running. clown in monochrome makeup. <laughs> it's like puddles, the the, the sad clown. Yeah. He's singing funeral dirges.
1: Oh, Danny
0: boy. <laughs> it's like, man, this clown is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he sprays people with like uh one of those like one of those funeral Full flowers. Floor.
1: The, the, the uh, daisies. Yeah, they just. Or the uh, what are the? I think I it's don't. um. Uh,
0: Lilies, yeah, and something, uh, and they, you know, they, it, it's like it's, you know, it's on his lapel, but he sprays people in the face <laughs> with it. They go, I'm very sorry for your loss. Very sorry for your loss. <laughs> Makes balloon animals, but until like gravestones <laughs> or crucifixes <laughs> or uh, or hearses, like <laughs> little kids are running around with their with their sad black. Hats on. The, the cone made hats. out of <laughs> Yeah, made out of balloons. <laughs> and he's got the... They got black swords that they're sword fighting with.
1: And they have those, uh... They have, uh... Black party favors. <laughs> and it's always... And somehow it's always in a minor. That, uh... A minor... <laughs> so, <laughs> or, or a foghorn sound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like... I know there's black wreaths, right? I think uh, there are. Uh... No, I don't think so. <laughs> I've I've been to a few funerals. I guess I just never paid attention to the decor. It's just just flowers. It's just people being sad. Yeah. It's like you know, not me. I got the we got the confetti thrown everywhere. We got <laughs> black, party black confetti. Yeah, black confetti. It's like you got party favors for the kids. <laughs> it's like be sure to take a fruit basket. I, I think that Mark would have liked this. Black rot- rotten food. Yeah. fruit. I, no, it's like it's a nice, bright, colorful fruit basket. Just <laughs> it's a, the basket is black, and the little bow is black. Little, you know, little ribbon they have around yeah. it. It's like you know, people are uh, people are playing like you know, music, but it's sad music. But it's still like music being pumped through the loudspeakers. Yeah. You know.
1: there is a uh, uh, a black polka dot twister
0: uh, <laughs> twister uh, mat. Like, uh, pin the tail on the corpse. <laughs> it's like, oh, Timmy, you got his eyeball.
1: Bobbing for lemons. <laughs> it's
0: like, eh, I wouldn't mind going to funerals at this point. <laughs> I, mean, like I said, I've been to some funerals, and a lot of them were pretty sad, it, to be it, honest uh, with you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the people didn't, you know, seem to not want the person to be dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, whoever, which one, Whichever one of us dies first, we have to... ...be the party planner for for like, their funeral.
0: <laughs> I already told you how I want things to go. Like, I just want a... First, a, uh, a recording of me... I guess I gotta record it at some point, yeah. so we have it. But a recording of me um, reading Goodnight Moon. <laughs> and prop my corpse up so that people have to sit in the lap and get a picture taken. <laughs>
1: didn't you Didn't you say you wanted that big picture yeah, of yours big, to be uh, of Sloth? Yeah, a big goodies? oil
0: painting of Sloth <laughs> screaming. And because I know that nobody in the funeral, you know, people would just walk by, pay their respects, they'd look at the painting, but they wouldn't say a word about the painting because they just don't want to seem insensitive. Yeah,
1: but but as soon as they leave, as soon as they're in the car... Yeah, just...
0: What was with that that oil painting? I know,
1: what was that? Why did he have Sloth on there? It was weird, it was weird. He didn't play Sloth, did he? No, he was a kid. Did he like Goonies? no, No, did you sit on his lap? Oh I had to. Yeah,
0: did you get the pictures? Well yeah, yeah. They're gonna send it to us. Did in, you get uh, uh, two uh eight by fives or Well, I got the seven by eleven I thought uh, it'd be good, but we okay. also got I got a uh, wallet sized. Okay. <laughs> you know, it was it was a it was a package. It was yeah. like the photographer is making bank. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, you know, they, they did a wedding earlier and they're like, you know what? I don't know why this guy wants this, but, you know, I'm making a lot of money off his funeral.
1: Well, it's kind of making, you know, kind of bringing back that thing that they would do back in the olden days where they would just prop up the corpse yeah. and
0: fa- take a family portrait with it. It's like, they would have, you know, they would, like, I would set a precedent, but of course, after after like the hundredth uh, Griever, you know, like the wire, like you know, that's holding me together, starting to fall apart. <laughs> like I'm no longer, and like the good night moon starting to drag. You know, like the files become corrupted. Good night, good night. No! Sit in his lap, Timmy. That was your uncle. No! <laughs> good night. My like my head's like lolled to one side. Like my shoulders become separated. <laughs> How big is your family? That. The- like, I, I'm imagining that there's going to be a lot of well-wishers for my funerals. <laughs> They're like, you know, Uh, like, wow, like, who was marked to you? Well, I, I just heard that there was a party with black confetti <laughs> and party streamers. So I just crashed the funeral, you know. Like, my funeral planner has got, you know, it has got some bank. And I don't even care about the, the coffin. Just get a, you know. Just get a fridge and just take the middle part out and just stick me in there. Same thing. even have some magnets on the end of it. You know, like, uh, good job. Like, put like a test on it. You know, it says like, B+. plus. So people are like, oh, that's still kind of tragic.
1: And then they, well, they just close the fridge and chain it. Just in case. Uh...
0: Just in case he's still alive, we don't want him coming back. We, we've clearly had enough of him. That's the point of the funeral.
1: I want to be shot out of a cannon like Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, But not, you know, not my ashes, me, in my totality. Uh, I want to be shot out of a cannon, uh, I don't know, into a moving school bus.
0: I figure you want, like, a target and see, like, have, like, a stipulation in your will that however close your corpse lands to the center of the target, that's how much more, that's a bonus check that they get.
1: Uh... Okay, so uh, what we could do is there's a checkerboard on the ground, <laughs> okay. and there are numbers, and whoever uh, whoever got, has the number uh, my corpse la- lands on gets the contents of my will.
0: Yeah, they like they you point the cannonier. It's like the cow pie bingo yeah. that they do. <laughs> like wherever the cow takes a dump, you know you get you know they win. So yeah. you kind of get the same thing. Like all right, like oh poor Britain. But I do have number 42. Come on, 42. Yep, and then... Oh, oh! He landed half between 83 and, and 96. So it gets split between the gardener <laughs> and the duke.
1: Well, the, uh... It's wherever my head lands. Because <laughs> I, 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 I know it's probably... You would have a scenario where, uh... You know, like, half of my corpse lands in one square. Yeah, so it's like, though, knowing my luck, uh, even in death, like, my head lands in the, you know, the corner where all four squares meet. <laughs> it's
0: like, oh, we gotta do it again. They just, they, they jam it back in it. Like, see me, I'm gonna have you, I'm gonna have whoever's doing it If I if you go first. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just be like, alright, you know, I think, I think more is better with the gunpowder. I, I think you guys can <laughs> kind of go crazy with it. I mean, don't be afraid to, to really put it in there. It's like, where do you get the... Like, 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 I guess all funeral places just have gunpowder just laying around. Like,
1: if we're going to be a part of this industry, we it would.
0: <laughs> like, man, why do you guys have all this gunpowder? Like, listen, you won't, you'd be surprised how much gunpowder we go through. And it's a business write-off, so, you know, we, it's not an expense to us at the end of the year. <laughs> it's like funeral gunpowder.
1: as a specific grade. It's like a... <laughs> Like there, there, the government had to step in and say, "All right, you can't have so. You could only have so many uh, parts per million of a of a certain reactive substance." Yeah, it's like
0: you you, you know you don't get uh, you can no longer have grade A gunpowder. you yeah. have to you know you have to get uh, grade C government gunpowder yeah. from now on.
1: And like there's there, there's a scenario in the future where like there's a fi- you know, a firefight and people are pinned down and they 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 they, they just managed to barely make it out by having used crappy funeral gr-
0: gunpowder. <laughs> See, I was thinking of something completely different where, um, where at uh, at the funeral there's like, oh, it's like an action movie now, where <laughs> Hans Gruber and his gang kind of show up to the funeral, you know, we're going to take the contents of his will. I don't know that's not what Hans Gruber sounded like at all but uh, <laughs> it's close enough. I think you got I think if I walked around and talked like that all the time people would know uh, that German German. Yeah, that I'm doing a Hans Gruber. glass!
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe not. But anyway, he comes in and you know, he starts trying to take over things but but the funeral planners they're ready. <laughs> Shoot the powder keg.
1: I, I imagine it's muskets as well.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Hold on. This better be going somewhere. It will, it will. <laughs> Pff, I missed. Hold on. Okay, you will get one more chance. It's like the, at the end, the guy's got the musket taped to his back. <laughs> what was it you said to me before? Farewell and good tidings. I don't know if they say at funerals either. Get well. <laughs> get better soon. A little late for that. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, uh, God bless. It's like someone sends the wrong funeral cake. Cause I'm imagining it's a funeral cake. Of now. course there is. The funeral cake and balloons they get sent to the wrong place. So the graduate or the uh, the the graduate like you know gets all the funeral supplies, <laughs> but the the funeral gets all the graduation gear and it says like congratulations <laughs> and uh, like you know better things lie ahead. <laughs> You're gonna have a great future. I'm gonna. Ha- <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have a piñata at my funeral. Just, but you know, you can double up. Just stuff me with candy. <laughs> <laughs> what's? I was gonna say. What's in the piñata? Um. Just candy. There's gonna be candy, but it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like like almond joy, <laughs> and you know, candy that people don't really like. It's gonna be that you know grandpa, grandma, coffee table candy. Yeah, it's gonna be like the it's gonna be the the, the strawberries wrapped yeah. up in the strawberry wrapping. Yep, I like those. I actually do too. Like I like the grandparents' candy. Whenever I'd go to my uh, whenever I go to my grandparents' house, like I I put a hurtin' on them. Like they'd have to go <laughs> back to the the grandpa store, you know, to get the the candy <laughs> supply because you can't get it anywhere else. They'd have the uh, the root beer. You know, barrels. Yeah. You know, the little things. Yeah, and they'd I, have
1: the uh, butterscotch.
0: Oh I love butterscotch. I, hated,
1: I did not like butterscotch.
0: Oh man, I I remember I, I realized how old I really was when um I was in college and I bought like I saw a bag of Werther's originals, like I bought it, I was like, okay, cool. So I was hanging out in class and I was like, I wonder if the fellow students would like a Werther's original <laughs> And I was like, No, no, this is how you get this is like yep. my first semester. I'm like, this is how you get a weird reputation <laughs> Like, hey,
1: young man, would you like a worthers?
0: Get out of here, Gramps. That's how you get a nickname yep. of Gramps. Better than my nickname I got, Dinglefoot. That, you, that wasn't a real. Nickname. How'd you get that name? <laughs> um, well, it's actually my last name, so I guess it made sense. Oh, you're, you're before Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah, Mark Dinglefoot. <laughs> it was like they changed it as soon as I got here. They're like, all right, like you guys don't have to change your name. Actually, we, we think it sounds good. Like, no, 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 please. Please change our name. <laughs> like when we left Italy, it was because we were just running from our name,
1: the Dinglefoots.
0: <laughs> it's like my grandpa still has all his has like the the Dinglefoot heirlooms and everything. The Dinglefoot coat of arms. He's got the <laughs> It's got uh it's just got like a Monty Python type foot with just a bunch of dingles <laughs> hanging from
1: it. Yeah, just
0: Christmas ornaments. <laughs> Like, we had a proud Dinglefoot name. My ancestors visit me sometimes <laughs> in my sleep. Why did you leave the Dinglefoot community? The Dinglefoot clan will not allow you to uh, go to Dinglefoot Valhalla. <laughs> you, will dis- you have dis- besmirched the Dinglefoot name. Now, forever, your ancestors will be cursed. It's like get out of here, Grandpa! I suck him up into a vacuum cleaner. That's how ghosts work, according to Casper. Oh yeah, oh
1: Casper, uh, which is in the Ghostbusters universe, I guess. Oh yeah.
0: Oh jeez. Yeah. So in the ghost, I guess, hear me out. Uh huh. If Casper's in the Ghostbusters universe, then I guess the Ghostbusters video game is also in the universe because they had a ghost vacuum. Yeah. And so, I guess it makes sense. In the video game, they had a ghost vacuum. In Casper, they had a ghost vacuum. Well, it was just a regular vacuum, but it sucked up ghosts anyway.
1: Now, does that also mean Luigi's Mansion is in uh, Ah. the Ghostbusters universe?
0: You know what? It almost has to be, because it's got a ghost vacuum, and it was on Nintendo, and so was the Ghostbusters game.
1: So, that means the entire Mario universe is
0: also in the Ghostbusters universe. That means that at some point in a future Ghostbusters movie, we might see a boo. Yeah. Or, not uh, the monkey. A, I mean, uh, a, a boo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the boo. The boo, the boo boo. <laughs> the boo
1: box. No. And yeah, yeah, or you have the Ghostbusters
0: versus a uh, Koopa. I mean, I think they would just murder him because he's not a ghost. Yeah. It'd well. be a skeleton Koopa. You know, the dry bones. Yeah. Skeleton. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, aim for the uh, snout. <laughs> they well, crawls. they could they could slime him though. With the with the good slime and make yeah it may turn him good, turn, yeah. you know, That's why he that's why he goes uh, go karting and playing golf and tennis with these guys. I, I have
1: a feeling it would turn bitter, like West Baptist Church. <laughs> it, it would
0: it, it would be good intentions twisted, you know, poorly. Like Koopa's out there protesting, yeah, <laughs> carrying signs. Like, I, I really think that. Hear me out, guys. Yeah. I really think we need to hit him with the bad slime. <laughs>
1: He's holding a sign, God Hates Blue
0: Shells. <laughs> like... Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I know that we don't have a lot of blue slime, but I say we shout at it a little bit, and then kind of make it bad slime, and then spray him, because I feel that... he's just really mixed up right now. <laughs> he's confused. At least when he was evil, uh, y- you knew where he stood. Yeah, now, you just... Like, when he was bad, like, you would still invite him, you know, to your outings. <laughs> you know, you'd still have Olympic games with him versus Sonic, yeah. but now but now we don't want we we can't invite him, we can't invite him to picnics anymore. You can't really hold a conversation with him. It always it always just devolves back down to the blue shells. <laughs> they sp- yeah. So uh So that would make sense because in the Mario movie, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. We can spray some of that slime with the fungus. Maybe the fungus has a, a connection to the slime. Hmm... Yeah... Well, I thought the king was the fungus. Well, he couldn't be all of
1: the fungus. I-I think he was all of the fungus. He was 100% of the fungus? He was all of the fungus, I thought he was
0: just the big turd ball of fungus.
1: <laughs> no, he was all of the fungus, because you remember, he was giving them little trinkets and oh, gifts yeah. and stuff yeah, like that, maybe and he was- he
0: j- So, when he takes the mushroom out and it grows big... Yeah. ...the, the king's still in- the spirit of the king's still in there? I-I uh, guess. And when he throws it away, he just threw the king away. Uh, yeah it's like, man, there was a lot of the king. Yeah, there's a lot because there was a lot of fungus there.
1: Do you think he actually liked it a little bit better as as the fungus? Because his, his sphere of influence was so much bigger. <laughs> he, like he he, uh, he had you know surpassed consciousness that mere mortals uh, had had attained, and and was now just one with nature and the universe. And then when he was brought back, he was now just this Lance Henriksen. A, was, was yeah, that Lan- It was Lance. Was that was Lance Hendrickson. Lance
0: Hendrickson. <laughs> so my belief is that the um, that the sequel would have been the evil Lance Hendrickson because once you once you reach that level of power, yeah, there's no going back.
1: Yeah, he was he, like even though Koopa took over, he, like he, yeah, Lance Hendrickson was a
0: tyrant. <laughs> he was a good-natured king at first, <laughs> but once he got mushroomed. You know, once he ca- then he came back to being human. He then he, you know, he things just kind of changed. Like uh, you don't
1: go from being fungus back to a person and you know not take something with you. Yeah, you,
0: <laughs> you don't lose something in translation. Yeah. when that happens, you don't go back to normal. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like he has. Uh, he wakes up some days and realizes that he's flesh and bone, and it just depresses him a little bit.
1: There, there are just times where you know Daisy's in her
0: chambers and she just hears screams for hours, <laughs> and so he. So he burns the kingdom down. While he fiddles. Yeah, and then uh, that's why she comes up like, You're never gonna believe this. It's like, I believe. What's going on, Daisy? My father became a mushroom, like, deity, and then when he came back to normal, he lost a bit of his humanity, and now he's gone crazy and he started burning down the kingdom. Oh! (laughs) He just unbuckles his plumbing belt. No, no, no. I think that you're good on this one.
1: They they, they just dynamite the uh, the sewer <laughs> that uh, that the portal's through.
0: It's like there we go, no more problems, no more Yoshi, no more Dennis Hopper. Everything's good.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. Well, because they wanted to save her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, see it, Daisy. Sucks that it happened to you, but tss, kaboom. <laughs> Uh, seems like, uh, seems like your problem now. Ugh. Uh, Scapelli can fix the pipes, though. <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe this is, maybe this is a bit over our heads being, uh, plumbers and all. Maybe we should call the feds in on this.
1: Like, I wonder what would happen if they had thrown the dynamite into that, you know, rock portal. Like, where would that explosion go? Or, it, like, where is that world that was in-between worlds? The
0: in-between worlds? I think that it's, uh... I think that was actually the negative zone, you know, when you when you can really jump down at the w- end of World One Two and squeeze in and like break the glitch of the game, you can go into uh, negative zone.
1: Or or is that is that just you know time and space? Like like they throw the dynamite in and that's how you know Archduke Ferdinand got
0: assassinated <laughs> and started World War One. I. I think that when he's flying around in that weird time-space thing. That is what Lance Henriksen sees all the time as Fungus. Oh, man. So when he comes back, he's just a... He's just a loon. He's just gone. (laughs)
1: Like, going from seeing all of the Cosmos back to just being Lance Henriksen.
0: (laughs) Like... Uh, Yeah, you just... You can't... You can't go back to that. See, I imagine that, uh... I imagine in the sequel where he's the bad guy, like... He can kind of turn to Fungus at will. Like, parts of his body and he, everything. He's like
1: a, a gross, slimy
0: T-1000. Almost. Like, he's normal at times, but if, like, there's a locked door, he can just... Like, he can make his foot turn to fungus and unlock <laughs> it on the other side. So he's, like, a gross, slimy mummy. Yeah. Like, he... It would be... It would be yeah, exactly. From Instead the to sand, yeah. he would just turn to fungus. But he doesn't have to turn his whole body into fungus. Like, he can impale someone with a fungus arm. He can wrap himself around people. He can ruin their pizza. Like, there's a lot <laughs> of things he can do.
1: Like, he... Would be a bigger he he would be a bigger uh,
0: threat to the turtles than Shredder. He I I'm, <laughs> imagine he cuts like a little piece of his like this is how it kind of begins. He cuts a, he takes a cigar cutter and cuts his pinky off and drops it into the water supply and it just spreads the fungus so that the water is undrinkable. Uh, and like then he throws know,
1: it back and walks away with a menacing laugh. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, then they have to then they have to buy their wa- their bottled water from his bottled water plant like. Like Tank Girl. <laughs> like oh, that's controls- sinister. Yeah, he controls all the water now. Cause there wasn't that much water to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard the song. Yeah, I did hear the song. <laughs> Old Toad. Toad uh, never turns back. He's he's a mush head for the rest of his yeah, life. he seemed happier though. Yeah, I guess. Like Before he was just a struggling musician, but now he's part of an army. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. he has purpose. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's dancing. <laughs> Well, he, he's a musician still because he's got the uh, the harmonica. Yeah, he's a harmonica, but he can only play like one note at a time because he doesn't know how to play harmonica. He also has
1: that tiny mouth, so
0: yeah, it's a little bit. It's a more difficult, but I hear he cut a few albums. <laughs> Toad sings the blues. <laughs> <laughs> the awful King Cooper. <laughs>
1: okay, Toad, <child>, you said. <laughs> oh
0: man, they de-evolve him even further to be slime. <laughs> but then they just put the, <laughs> they put the uh, harmonica in the slime. <laughs> and
1: bubble, now bubble, he bubble, and now he's you know he has the same problem that the
0: king has. <laughs> he can become slime at will. Actually, in my in my version, uh, the princess drinks him by accident, <laughs> and then she become then she becomes both musical, but at the same time, like sometimes Toad comes out, and then sometimes, you know, she it's her in control, and they can never tell until she pees it out.
1: <laughs> this is why we can we yeah. wouldn't uh, write this. Se- this is
0: why we yeah. This is why this is why they stopped. Yeah. We pitched the sequel to uh, to Nintendo, and they were like, so they. Drink Toad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And... ...the... the the king, the revered king that everyone loves... Yes. ...is evil now. Mm Mm-hmm. So how... okay. So how do the Mario brothers defeat him?
1: Uh, they don't. They just leave and then bomb the entrance.
0: Oh. Well, how do... how does the king get defeated? He wins. He... he, uh... He rules with an iron (laughs) fist. But, um... But we tease at the end of that one... We tease that in the third one, Wart might come and challenge his power.
1: <laughs> Wart is like Freddy Krueger, though, since he's in a dream. Yeah,
0: Actually, that would have been a very... Ah, no, it wouldn't. It's been done. It's just what? Freddy Krueger <laughs> with the Mario Brothers, but I'd still see it. I, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd watch it with the... Uh, with the take, one step, and then oh, you'll it, find uh, uh, Captain uh, Lou Captain, Albano. Yeah. And Danny Wells as Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Wells. I, I don't know who he is, but I'm assuming he's you just the... knew. You just knew who he was? Well, I watched that video of, like, like the multi-speed of oh, the yeah. uh, ending, so I saw his name about a hundred times. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna commit this guy to memory, because I feel he deserves it. Like, I know that these guys didn't ask for much, it was just a different time. Like, yeah. what do you do with a, uh, what do you do with the Mario property? I don't know, let's get some wrestlers in here to just dance. And, <laughs> and then that's it, then we'll play a cartoon for the kids. I remember coming yeah. home from kindergarten. I had the, because uh, our kindergarten was split into two different things. You had early kindergarten, the AM yep. kindergarten, or, like, noon kindergarten. Yep, I
1: was the uh, I was the same way. I was the AM kindergarten. And I
0: came home from the AM kindergarten, and, uh, and whenever I came home, the uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was on. I don't, I don't remember when that was on for
1: me. I, I, I think uh, were, maybe,
0: probably the same time. Well, uh, you were a year before me in kindergarten, because I, actually, we, no, no, no we were in the been. same, yeah. Because I skipped, you know, I didn't go to the first grade, so there was a, you know, it was a year apart for us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you might have had a different show. You might have had, I don't know what they had back then, Thundercats, Uh, I don't know.
1: uh, Let's see. I I think I watched G.I. Joe and, you know, Thundercats, and I don't know if I was into Transformers or not. I really wasn't. I remember...
0: Inspector Gadget was my thing. Yeah, like,
1: I, I loved Inspector Gadget as a I, kid.
0: I remember he used to have the little bumpers that was like, you know, I'll be back before you can spell Wowzers <laughs> I remember going to my mom like, How do you spell Wowzers? And she intentionally didn't tell me, she says, I don't know. Just so that I couldn't spell it and get mad that he was <laughs> Inspector Gadget wasn't back yet. Like there's still commercials on uh, this is why I didn't teach him how to spell Wowzers. <laughs> here, here, here. It sounds like you got a cough. Take some cough syrup. <laughs> All gone. Thunder, yeah.
1: Thundercats.
0: Transf- never watched it. Never watched Transformers. never uh, watched G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. You- Matlock was my thing.
1: <laughs> are you, like, at that age? Not F- four? at that
0: age. No, not at, like, four or five. I was, I was, like, not I was, like, 10. Okay.
1: I, I you know, maybe 10, but. Jeez. Yeah, at F- four, uh,. I think it was still kids' shows, maybe a little bit of Sesame Street. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I know that Dumb Elephant Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what it was called. I forget what it was. We Skimmer always look e-dink. it up. Yeah, we always look yeah. it
0: up and we always forget it immediately. Yeah, because
1: it was just an unmemorable show about these old people. Well, I guess like these uh, like middle-aged people singing kids' songs. <laughs> and then there was a guy in an elephant suit that would... Wander around like a jackass.
0: So yeah, like that—that that sounds memorable. That yeah. was every episode. Oh, I remember one. I, I used to watch Muppet Babies a lot. That oh was, yeah, I loved. The I Muppet I watched Babies. a lot of Muppet Babies, and I, I was like, I know I watched other things. Of course, Scooby Doo was Scrappy.
1: Oh yeah, uh, and, and you know there was still the old Bugs Bunny, and you had mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry, and things like that.
0: Like I had. Uh, I had a tape that my grandma got me. Oh,
1: I think my grandma got me the same, with, a uh, Little
0: Lulu. Oh, yeah, the one at the end where she kills the bird. The most depressing thing in the world. It's like, because I remember watching all of them and being like, Oh, okay, it was like these old weird cartoons. Like, one of them was like the old Daffy Duck where he was still an asshole and it was yeah. funny. And
1: uh, also, like, the old Ubi works yeah, like, stuff.
0: And it's like, I remember being unsettled by some of them, but I still watch them because they, they were cartoons. Yeah. And, hey, this is Bugs Bunny. I know, I know who that is. And then, um, then the last one, which I would... After the first time, I, I never really watched again. No,
1: I never... After I watched the, uh... After I watched that one, I never picked that tape back up. It's
0: like she kills a... Like, she thinks she shoots a bird. And then they hell, like, a whole big bird funeral. Yeah, and I'm sitting a- I'm like, man, this is just the ending. Like, I would have ended that... If I was making that cartoon, I would have ended it before it woke <laughs> back up. I would have just ended it with them burying the bird.
1: It was not just a funeral, uh... You know, it was a parade yeah. of all the animals in the animal it kingdom. A, it was a procession, and, and everyone was crying. And then little Lulu was crying, and they had this sad music.
0: And and but like, I still don't get why they had a big oil painting of sloth at the bird's funeral. <laughs> that that didn't make sense to me back then,
1: especially since there wasn't even a sloth back then. Yeah,
0: I guess they must have known. They knew. Maybe we made that <laughs> just to depress ourselves. We, we went back in time. We're like, if we're not the, if we can't. If we can't come together on this thing that's really sad to us, <laughs> we will be mortal enemies. Love Shine. Or I hate him. I'm glad I wasn't scarred as a child by <laughs> little Lulu.
1: I think every I think it was required by law for every grandparent grandma to give that to their grandkids.
0: Yeah, because my nephew had one. It wasn't that one exactly, but he yeah. had an updated one for like really? DVD, yeah. And I watched a few of them and I was like, oh, because some they had a, a few good uh, like a few good ones stuck in there because I was a little older at that point, you know. I yeah. was like nineteen, twenty. Actually, it was like twenty-four years old. It's so like, oh, I like watching these old cartoons. And one of them was like, like Popeye versus Sinbad. I'm like, oh, cool. And it was like Popeye in World War Two. I was like, hi, hey, maybe we shouldn't show him this one.
1: <laughs> I remember getting back to, to scenes that I always thought were really sad to me as a kid. Uh, I I couldn't watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit that that much because I always thought. Uh, who played uh, the detective again? Oh, um,
0: uh, Ernie Hudson. No, it's not Ernie
1: Hudson. Uh, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, uh, when he's looking at the picture of his dead brother, like, really sold that to me as a kid. Like, how sad he looked. Uh, to me, I just fast
0: forward. I was like, yeah, get to the funny. <laughs> get to the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> When's Roger gonna sing?
1: So, uh, like, that depressed me as a kid and so I didn't really watch it that much uh but you know you're know, looking back what
0: uh, I have a go ahead finish your story but, I you
1: looking back that is probably one of the best you know films of all time I um I remember uh, that, that was a
0: Zemeckis yep. film uh yep and I remember I at the end of Turtles 1 when yeah. the the turtle is or the turtle yeah the shredder is about to like stab Leonardo like, yeah. he dies unless you throw your weapons away I remember for some reason that made me cry because I thought he was gonna die. <laughs> that made huh. me really sad that Leonardo was gonna die. I was like, oh, it could happen. And now, as I'm an adult, I'm like, man, he should have stabbed him. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, shake things up a little bit. You know, kids can handle it. But as a kid, I couldn't have handled it.
1: Uh, it didn't nothing. You know, nothing made me cry. Like, it would just give me a a, a really bad. Yeah, I, like I didn't think kids could get depressed. Or have depression, but apparently,
0: you know, it's possible. I just expressed my emotions, and cried. (laughs) No, I cried over everything. I cried when we didn't have enough milk. I cried when (laughs) when they didn't teach the letter people in the right order in kindergarten. It's a true story. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: and when you broke that kid's pencil.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) I well to be fair. I was already crying before I broke his pencil because I—it yeah. was—I was in second grade and I borrowed this kid's pencil because I, I don't know what the hell happened. I forgot it. I, I was always losing pencils, and um, and then they—we had like music. The music teacher would come in. He played a song. It's okay to cry. <laughs> it might make you feel better. And then something happened. I think I got an answer wrong or a test or yeah. or I sneezed too hard and I started crying. <laughs> And I got so frustrated and angry at my crying. And I just snapped the pencil. And then here's a kid going, Hey, my pencil! And that just made me cry harder. And it did (laughs) not make me feel better whatsoever. It made me actually feel emphatically worse.
1: Isn't that the most kind of, you know, hippie baby boomer type song there? uh,
0: Go ahead and cry. It mm. might might make you feel better.
1: I I guess, you know, in, in the... Late '80s. That's when they were kind of really starting to, you know, get a handle on what mental health is, yeah. rather than, you know, stuff people in an asylum, <laughs> like and have
0: them rot. You want to cry? Well, don't. Go beat an animal or something. That's yeah. much healthier.
1: So uh, I I I don't actually you know blame them for for that song because they, that's what they thought would work. Like
0: yeah, you know, there, there's I guess there was like you know I guess for me I just cried a lot so I didn't I didn't know how to. I didn't know the the times to cry and when not to cry. And then so for like years, you know, after like in my teens and adult years, I was like I just couldn't cry no matter what I could do. And I was like, "Boy, I wish I could cry cuz this is worse." Yeah. I started yeah. breaking people's pencils and shit and it, was like, it didn't work.
1: There was nary a, a, a in in uh, intact
0: pencil about I just switched to pens because <laughs> that, that was a lot harder to break and when it did it made a mess, so I tended not to do it. So I just, you know, I just channeled my anger into other things, like knitting. That's a lie. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm going to make you quite a shot. <laughs> You're getting such an Afghan.
1: <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't think I ever cried at school uh, growing up. Even even when they were doing that weird experiment thing. Uh, like, uh, you know the one, the, uh... Oh, the, uh, the,
0: like the needle test? Yeah, uh,
1: I don't know what it was, but, uh... Like, all the kids were standing in line at the, you know, at the classroom and then some kids were kind of crying and huddled and, you know, every like, everyone was kind of nervous and scared and, uh, my, you know, my t- kindergarten teacher said, All right, Britain, get in line. And I'm just, oh, it's oh, my turn to get in line for whatever this is. I oh, like lines. Like, oh, what's she crying about? Not my problem. You know, she looks foolish crying, crying in <laughs> school. I'm not a crybaby. And then, you know, the nurse, you know, it's my turn, and the nurse is there, and she has this little cylinder that she just pokes, pokes me in the back of the hand with, and I just scream. <laughs> like, like, ow! And, uh, and she said, all right, you're all done, and I go back in, I'm like,
0: what are these crybabies crying <laughs> about? It's like, see, I imagine that story goes a lot, you know, darker, where she has a little puppet... Like a frog puppet. It's like, oh, here you go. Get it. The frog puppet gives you a kiss on the cheek. Like, oh, and then she sticks you. It's one of those injection guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, now this might hurt. <laughs> uh, go back in and don't cry. They're all crying because it was, it was scary to them. It wasn't the, the prick.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure everyone heard it, that it was like a needle. And... Like the kids that didn't know what was going on and got, you know, got the, uh, you know, pin in the back of their hand, you know, probably came in crying and that scared the other kids. <laughs> Meanwhile, old Britain's just, oh, what's going on? Well, I better stand it. If there was a, sh- a guy with a gun
0: out there, <laughs> I would have been dead. If there was like, if, yeah, if, if they just, like, all right, we're, uh, We're going to line you all up here, and uh, you're next in line. Like, man, none of those other kids have come back. (laughs) Dum-da-dum-da-dum. Oh, well... Firecrackers outside. Hmm, I guess it's the 4th of July. I don't know dates yet. (laughs) I didn't think I had a last name when I was in kindergarten. (laughs) I'm serious. I was like, ah, my name is Mark. And then I found out, like, all right, uh, so Mark, and they said my last name, and I'm like... Ah, I guess. I'm Mark. (laughs) And, And then, uh... Man, my mind was blown when I found out that I had a middle name.
1: I don't know what when I learned that I had other names... ...other than my main name.
0: My dad just called me... My dad called, called me Weird Thing. Called me... ...like, Markle Fanarchle. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was yeah. one of his nicknames. All right, there, Markle Fanarchle. Now I think about it, I don't know what the hell I was trying to do.
1: <laughs> that was his attempt at bonding.
0: Yeah. So call me buddy and pal, that was normal. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but, like, he also called me that when he was angry, so it wasn't good. <laughs> old like, buddy, old pal. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come sit on my lap, your old buddy, old pal? Daddy's got some wisdom for you. <laughs> oh, and he just takes the belt off the wall. We were all actually before he hit us with the belt, he would like do that thing where you would get snap the it. belt. Yeah. I guess because intimidation was part of the was part it, of the, yeah. the show for him. <laughs> you can't just physically discipline
1: the kids; you have to also mentally.
0: Yeah, like you have you have to throw a little bit of fear in there. Yeah, like, I think he was trying to work in that. Maybe if I can just if I just do this, like it'll, it'll come to the point where that'll make him cry and run to their rooms. Like it was
1: very Pavlovian. Yeah,
0: and to us it was just like some but some he, he kind of blew the whole deal because he would do that sometime as a joke like I'm gonna beat you <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding <laughs> keep us in a constant state of fear
1: <laughs>
0: and yet like we still did bad things
1: yeah, like the threat of being beaten never stopped kids from doing bad things
0: yeah it was like it was a constant threat hanging over us but you know we we just got better at hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding the things that we were doing wrong. My mom didn't know that me and my sister would hustle for uh, for dollars in you know, like quarters and go to the Seven Eleven. She didn't learn about that until like three years ago. Oh really? Yeah. Well, she never knew about that. Like what? what were her thoughts on that? She kind of like my me and my sister were uh, in the car like joking about it. We were going somewhere and uh, it was like yeah. on a vacation or something. And um, you know, and uh, like because we don't get this, you know, I don't get to spend time with them that much and. You know, so uh, we were just reminiscing a bit, and we were talking about, oh, remember this? Remember that? And, uh, like, my mom's like, I never knew you did that. And me and my sister's like, what are you going to do now? Hit us? <laughs> <laughs> and then she crashed into the car because we weren't wearing our seatbelt. So that I guess that took care of us.
1: <laughs> yeah. So... What she didn't, I guess she didn't approve of it.
0: No, not at all. Would you <laughs> approve of your hell, you know, your hell spawn children running around the neighborhood and basically hitting people up for quarters and dimes just so uh, they I could walk so to the 7 Eleven? Because she didn't know we did that either. I was like, oh, I know. And she should have, because one time I showed her the shortcut that we take, but my mom was not very observant. It's like, oh, we just cut across here and it's like a five minute walk. It's like a magic portal. I was like, all right, whatever this kid says, well, I guess, you know. <laughs> And then she found out later that we were just going unsupervised to the 7-Eleven, like by a, you know, by a highway, <laughs> and just getting like bazooka Joe gum and everything.
1: Let's see. Well, I, I used to, you know, go. I used to go off on my own when I was like, you know, eight, eight or nine, to the, you know, local candy shop. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you could, you know, you could do that back then, without fear of being abducted.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing was. You could, you could still be abducted, you just didn't have the fear of it.
1: I, I guess. I don't know if the abduction rate was the same, and just not as reported, or if things have just gotten worse.
0: I, I like to think that it's been somewhat steady. We just yeah. kind of know about it more now. <laughs> and, and, like,
1: parents, I guess, are like, eh, we'll just roll the dice. I don't feel like taking them.
0: <laughs> Again, my parents didn't know. Like, so my, my mom was sleeping the the middle of the day because, you know, she worked nights. My dad yeah. was at work, you know. We were just kind of like, "All right, well, let's see what we can get from the neighbors, and then let's go to Seven <laughs> Eleven." It's like, "Oh, I got a lollipop!" Like it's, like there could there are
1: worse things kids you know, you know, kids could do than like drugs, I yeah. guess.
0: Eight years old, doing like, reefer sticks. Like, what were you doing? Going around singing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, they were doing Miss Mary Mac, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not bad. Breaking windows, you know, extorting them. <laughs> Tell them that if they want to see their house plan again, you know, yeah, and asking, give them little leave clippings. Asking you know. for protection money. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we had a whole racket going on. Yeah. Then that became, like, just... I guess that just became too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um... Carry On, I almost forgot the name of the movie. Uh... Not I didn't really think it was that bad, it but it definitely wasn't good.
1: it wasn't good by any stretch. It was kind of a little confusing uh, de- but definitely not boring.
0: Right. take it take it for what it is. It's definitely if you want to see something hypnotic and kind of trippy, then give it a shot because it definitely has a surreal atmosphere
1: yeah uh, but don't uh, but set the bar low yeah
0: all right, all right. Tood- see you later. up toodaloo. All right, that'll hold a little soBs.